Today, we're diving into a topic that's often overlooked, but vitally important to our overall health and wellness, especially as we age. We're exploring the profound connection between oral health and our body's systemic health. From the impact of dental care on chronic diseases to innovative natural solutions for maintaining a healthy mouth, today's conversation promises to shed light on how taking care of your teeth and gums can be a cornerstone of achieving your healthiest, strongest, most vital self in the second half of your life. Get ready to uncover the secrets of oral wellness and the surprising ways it's linked to your overall well-being. Stay tuned for this fun and energetic discussion that just might change the way you think about health from the mouth on down. Hello and welcome to the Over 50 Health and Wellness Show. I'm your host, Kevin English. I'm the founder of The Silver Edge, and our mission is to help you build and maintain a lean, healthy body that you love for the rest of your life, so you can show up in the second half of your life as the healthiest, strongest, most vital version of yourself. We have a great show for you today. Trina Felber is here, and she's going to show us how whole body holistic health begins with oral health. If you're over 50 and at all interested in healthy, optimal aging, you won't want to miss a single second of this fast-paced and informative episode. My guest today is Trina Felber. Trina is the CEO and founder of Primal Life Organics, a company revolutionizing the personal care industry with plant-based, nutrient-rich skincare and dental care products. With over 34 years of experience in nursing and a passion for natural health, Trina has dedicated herself to educating others about the dangers of toxic cosmetics and the importance of natural care. She's an advocate for sustainable, transparent, and effective personal care solutions, and Trina's work has been featured on major TV networks, and she is the international best-selling author of Beauty's Dirty Secret. Join us today as Trina shares her insights on how to reclaim your health naturally, emphasizing the importance of how to care for your mouth and teeth. Without further ado, let's meet Trina. Trina, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm super excited to mouth off with you today. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I am. I'm ready to dig into the topic of, or to mouth off on the topic of oral health here. But before we get there, let's back up and learn a little bit about you. Why oral health? Why teeth? What got you interested in this specific area? I know it's not normal for a nurse to like go into oral health and become like, like geek out on it. Anyway, you know, in nursing, we always did oral health for people, especially I worked in ICUs, all, you know, lots of ICUs. So oral care was always something that we, we did at least every hour, but we never, you know, I never really understood the connection between oral health and, and internal health, but that's not the reason I got into this. You know, I started my company and started in skincare and, you know, making products for face and body, but it never really dawned on me about oral health until my my daughter at the age of two had a molar erupt that didn't look quite so normal. And so we took her to the dentist and the dentist took a look at the tooth and he said, that's a natural cavity. It happened in utero when she was being developed. Most likely I had some sort of either a fever or a bacterial wash or something happened, some stressor happened. And when that tooth was being developed, it just developed into a natural cavity, like a a divot in the tooth. He said, well, 
put a temporary filling in it today because she's just two years old. The temporary filling will last about two to three months. And when it falls out, we'll just decide, do we put another temporary filling in it or do we pull the tooth? He said, because of the defect, I expect to um, have to pull that tooth within a year. So when I was leaving the dentist office, he knew, you know, as a mom, he knew I was upset, but I was also upset because I knew that every tooth is connected to an organ through the meridian channels, which is the same pathway used with acupuncture and acupressure. So during development, every tooth is being developed alongside of an organ. So say, you know, one tooth is being developed when the kidneys are being developed. Sometimes you can develop kidney problems telling you that there's, it's really a signal to you that there's a problem with the tooth and vice versa. You can have a a toothache, nothing wrong with that tooth, but you might have a kidney infection and not even know it yet. So with that pathway in mind, as I was leaving, he knew I was upset and he said, don't worry, mom, we put a temporary filling in it. Now we just hope for the best. And I, those are fighting words to me. Mm-hmm. I thought they're, you know, especially any parent out there knows that, you know, when someone says something about your kids, they can say it about you and you're like, oh, whatever. About your kids, you're like, never. Yeah. yeah. So I just decided, you know, there's no way I'm going to hope for the best. So I went home and I started doing my research and I quickly discovered that he was correct. If I didn't do anything, didn't make any changes, we were going to need to pull the tooth within a year. But I discovered Dr. Weston A. Price, who was a dentist in the early 1900s. He discovered the link between sugar and cavities. He went to the ADA. He did all this research and the ADA didn't want the public to know what he was discovering about oral health. So they pretty much buried his research and removed him from the ADA. Well, when I found his research, I was floored at what he discovered. And so I took away three key concepts and developed a tooth powder based off of his research. And I started brushing my daughter's tooth with it or teeth with it. And I really just wanted to get that tooth one year and a day. I would have felt like, okay, I did my job. But that tooth lasted the lifespan of the tooth. It fell out naturally at the age of 12. And the original temporary filling that was supposed to only last two months was still in the tooth. We never had to replace the temporary filling. This was 10 years later. And that tooth had remineralized or created enamel over the filling in order to protect it from bacteria because bacteria getting into and underneath that filling was what was going to kill the tooth. So she never had any problems. And that was my dirty mouth tooth powder. I started selling it right after I made it for her about a year later on the website. And it's probably my best selling product. And it saved a lot of teeth at this point. Yeah. So just so the listener knows, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a customer of the, the, the dirty tooth tooth powder myself. All right. So lots of stuff there I want to pick apart. I want to go back because you'd said a couple of things here. I want to talk about the connection of oral health to internal health. Absolutely. Don't let me forget that. I've got my notes here. I want to talk about the Weston A. Price. I want to dig into that a little bit. But I think you might have, you just sort of glossed over this this concept of these meridian relationships, these this relationship between my teeth and organs that might have had some people kind of raise their eyebrows and go, what? Can you can we just spend a minute kind of talking about what that is? Because when you say something like, hey, you might have a toothache and it could be a kidney or vice versa, I think a lot of folks might need a little bit of context there, myself included. Yeah, 100%. And you can do a Google search for tooth meridians and you'll actually see a picture of the mouth and every tooth has a number. And then it also correlates to an organ. So, you know, your heart and sometimes, and and it could be 
organs, glands, and it sometimes is a group of organs. And most likely it's a group of organs because they're being developed at the same time. So it probably primarily one tooth is more connected to one organ, and then it's got some association with surrounding organs. But it, it is true. And that connection, once it's severed, it's severed. Can you live without it? Of course, there's people living with pulled teeth all the time. But the idea is that it's a pathway. It's an internal messaging system and it's protective by nature, but most people are totally unaware of it. So, you know, if you start getting some sort of toothache or um, something going on inside your mouth and there's really no reason for it, just look at the meridian and find out what organs are connected to that tooth or that area of teeth. And that's a starting place. And of course, you know, it's a good chance you're going to need to see some health practitioner that's more focused on natural type of health. You go to your regular doctor and he's going to kind of look at you like you're crazy, like, oh, whatever, teeth meridians, you right. know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, if you can be your own investigator, you could go, oh, my gosh, I might be having some problems with my gallbladder. Like, that's very common for people, you know. Or if you're having gallbladder symptoms and you go get tests and they're like, you don't have any stones, you don't have any problems. Maybe that's a tooth that you have issues with, that there's an infection underneath at the root of the tooth or something going on with that tooth. So it's just a little bit of information that you wouldn't normally have. And that's what I love about it is that you can you can be your own investigator and go to a holistic dentist and say, hey, or, or your dentist say, hey, can we just do a one of those scans, a cone, I think they're called a cone um, scan, where they do, it, it shows deeper into the tissue and you you can see if there's infection in any of the roots of the teeth or in that area and the bone, because I've got something going on my gallbladder that's not connecting to any kind of problems with the gallbladder. And I know this tooth is connected to the gallbladder. So maybe there's an issue with the tooth. So, you know, people have done that and they found things that they probably would have taken a couple years for them to end up having symptoms to find. Yeah, I think that's fascinating. And I have Googled that meridian pathway. I've seen that illustration you're referring to there. Is And now when we talk about this pathway or this connection, is there a, a literal physical connection? Is there a nerve that goes from this tooth to my gallbladder? Or is it more just a messaging? Or is it because they've sort of co-developed? What, what is that connection? What is that that pathway? The pathway is the same as doing like acupuncture and acupressure. So if you know, if you've ever had acu, especially acupuncture, it makes more sense for people. If you've ever had acupuncture and they're putting needles in your feet, telling you that it's for your gut. And right. I, I'm making this up because I'm not yeah. an accurate. So maybe that's not even accurate, but, yeah. but they're putting needles in places that right. you don't have the problem. It's the same thing. It's a pathway. And I, you know, I, I don't want to say it's a nerve, but it is some sort of pathway where it's a messaging system. So, you know, those pressure points or those areas in your feet, if you, if you stimulate them can create wellness or do some, something to an organ. So it's the same type of pathway. Gotcha. It, it, clearly, the more we learn about microbiology and anatomy and the human body, the more we learn that it is just vastly, vastly connect, complex and interconnected. So, yeah, love that, folks. If you're not familiar with that, that is a fun. That's a fun rabbit hole to go down the the meridians there. Uh, okay, so you had also mentioned Weston A. Price, one of my heroes. I, I love the Weston A. Price Society. I love what they're doing today. But for folks that aren't familiar with the original Weston A. Price, the guy, the the you know the dentist 
who went out. Talk a little bit about what his research was and what he found, and then we kind of circle back on why maybe the 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 ADA, I suppose, sort of rejected his his findings. Yeah, he, you know, and it blows my mind that this was in the early 1900s, and yeah. that still his research isn't well known. Um, and like you said, the Westinghouse Price, you know, it's a great foundation. In mm-hmm. fact, I, you know, when my babies were born, my kids, I have twins and I have a, you know, an older daughter. And I used his baby formula for them when they were newborns because I went back to work and I just couldn't produce enough milk. So I, I actually made his baby formula, which is phenomenal for anybody out there. And I know your crowd's probably not into the baby stage, but maybe their kids are getting That's into right, the baby That's right, for their stage. grandbabies, yeah. Yeah, those yeah. grandbabies. So, yeah. you know, just having that knowledge when that time comes up and, you know, your daughter or daughter-in-law is going back to work and they're worried about not having enough breast milk, Dr. Weston A. Price has a, in the foundation, you can find, just Google it, you know, yep. his, his formula. But anyway, so, but he did a lot of dental health research. He was from Cleveland which is really cool because that's pretty much where I'm located. I'm 30 miles south of Cleveland. And he visited third world countries. Like he was so interested in why their dental health was so much better than ours. Like when you look, even today, when you look at National Geographic pictures, you'll see these big grins, like big white teeth and jaws that are bigger than our jaws. And, you know, he went over there and looked at their diet and their lifestyle and quite frankly realized that the soil that they're eating from the foods that they're eating. First of all, their foods aren't processed. They're actually eating food that was grown in soil. So their foods have more minerals and more nutrients in them. And what he discovered was that it's the mineral content in the food that you're eating that is helping to keep your microbiome healthy and keep, and I'm not sure that he said microbiome. That's me saying that after years of doing this myself. But what he discovered was that all of those nutrients are helping to restore the, 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 minerals in the teeth, keeping the teeth healthy, keeping the gums healthy, the jaw bones, you know, staying healthy because you're actually chewing food that needs to be chewed instead of eating soft food, basically baby food for adults these days. Um, So he discovered that and then realized that, you know, when people come over to the United States and even back then, and this is back in the 1900s, early 90s, that the diet here was laden with sugar and wheat and very becoming more processed. It's not, wasn't near as processed as it is today, but the processing of those depletes the foods of minerals and the nutrients needed. So first off, what you see here in the, you know, when you're eating that type of diet, you start to see obesity and that leads to increase in blood sugar which leads to diabetes and heart disease. And you can see that rabbit hole just building and building, but typically it starts with the diet. And I know we know this, we've been preaching, you know, so many people are preaching. And if you're not a preacher, you've heard it being preached. It always starts with diet. And if you can fix your diet, a lot of health problems are going to go away. With your mouth, a lot of that is true because remineralization can only happen inside your mouth. You cannot directly take a supplement. Like there are supplements out there for teeth and bone, but it's an indirect. It's not like you're going to put that supplement in your mouth and you're miraculously going to have these strong teeth. What happens when you eat something that's mineral rich? So I'm talking about food like carrots and beets and, you know, 
green leafy vegetables and even fruits, is that there's mineral content in there. So phos, calcium and phosphorus is the main components of your enamel, but your enamel has a lot of other minerals in it. And what happens in your mouth is that when there's acid in your mouth, and so most of the foods that we eat are acidic. And I can say pretty much all processed foods are acidic. Red meat, most meats are acidic, coffee, tea, wine, like the list goes on and on. For the most part, the alkaline type of foods are, of course, the vegetables. So for, you know, when your mouth is acidic, minerals, it wears away. They say it wears away at your enamel. What it's really doing is that acid is causing minerals to leave the teeth, leave the enamel. And it's during an alkaline environment that the minerals, if they're present inside the mouth, so if you're eating broccoli and it's mineral-rich broccoli, then and your mouth is alkaline, so you've got healthy bacteria, your mouth is alkaline, those minerals from the broccoli will go back into your enamel and plug those holes. And that is the piece that's missing. And that's why dental health has not improved over the past hundred years, even though we've added the F word to our Mm. water Mm -hmm. and our other products. It's because of the alkalinity and the F word isn't really the the answer anyway, but it's the alkalinity. Our mouth is so acidic that we can't, we're never in a state of alkalinity to get minerals back in our teeth. The acid is also wearing away your gum tissue. And when you end up with bleeding gums or inflamed gums, then that is the direct link to internal health. And I might be jumping the gum on gun on gum. That's a mm-hmm. jumping the gum on your question about internal health, but that's the connection between our internal health, one of the connections between internal and external health. But anyway, let me go back to taking a pill if and, and eating. So when you take a pill that has minerals in it, so calcium phosphor or anything, you know, for bone and teeth, when you're swallowing that pill, because nothing's happening inside the mouth, there's right. no minerals that is leaching from that, min- that pill or whatever. You're swallowing it. When it gets into your gut, what happens is as long as your gut is healthy, and I bet you probably a good percentage of people out there don't have a healthy microbiome in their gut. They have leaky gut syndrome, SIBO or CFO, which is the overgrowth of fungus and, and candida and all the, you know, the bad stuff. If you have a malabsorption syndrome going on in your body, then you can take a lot of pills and you're probably going to poop them all out. You are not absorbing the minerals. You are not absorbing the nutrients from the, the supplements you're taking. You're not absorbing them from the foods that you're eating. Some of it you will be, but for the most part, for the amount that you're probably taking, you're absorbing maybe 10 or 15%. What that means internally is that you are mineral depleted or nutrient depleted, both of those probably. But since we're talking about minerals for your teeth, then what happens, and this is also, and I know it's not your audience, but it's their children. This is also what happens during pregnancy. And this might be aha for all the women out there that are like, yes, every baby I had, I ended up with a cavity. Mm -hmm. It's a mineral depletion in your body. The baby is pulling those minerals from that. They need to make their own teeth and bone. Where do you think they're getting those calcium, phosphorus, manganese and magnesium, all those minerals? Mom is supplying those. So mom becomes mineral depleted. So this is the same thing that happens 
happens. It's a little parasite, you know, that's pulling all that stuff out. But you can think about all the bad bacteria in your gut is a parasite, not letting you have those. Mineral depletion is mineral depletion, nutrient depletion, same thing. Doesn't matter the, the reason, of course, to fix it, the reason matters. But internally, what happens is for your teeth, your saliva is the secretion that no one's talking about that is the protective mechanism of your mouth for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It is it is supposed to have minerals in it. And it's supposed to be not alkaline, more neutral, because our diets way back when we were being developed, um, our diets were more alkaline. So our saliva has not caught up. It's not super alkaline. It's more neutral. But the saliva doesn't have the mineral content that it's supposed to because you're minerally depleted. So it's just a full circle. And if your saliva is depleted and it's not neutral enough to neutralize the acids in your mouth, your saliva isn't going to be able to start digestion. It's not going to be able to remineralize your teeth. It's not even going to be able to protect you from bacteria and viruses. Technically, you are supposed to be able to kill bacteria, virus, fungus, all right inside your mouth, because probably that's where you're being exposed in your mouth mm -hmm. and your nose. And that airspace is all open and connected. Your mouth is not like Vegas. What happens in your mouth doesn't stay in your mouth. It is connected to everything in your body, including your nose. And that airspace then is connected to your sinuses. So if you're someone who suffers from frequent sinus infections, it's most likely related to oral health and someone and even congestion and frequent colds, you know, when you're breathing in the wrong acidic type of air in your mouth and the bacteria that's creating that is constantly being exposed to your, your lungs and your sinuses, and then you're swallowing that same type of bacteria into your gut, you can see now why it's so hard to stay healthy if your mouth isn't healthy. I know that was a lot to pack in there. No, that I know you're going to want to unpack it. Yeah, no, there's there is a lot in there, and I, I think I, I think I saw it on your website actually, or in some of your media, where the you had you were I think quoting maybe the U.S. general saying that the the mouth is the mirror of health and disease in the body, or something like that, or this idea that our health really starts with our oral health, our whole body holistic health, and that's something that until I was introduced to you and your messaging, I'd never really considered. I thought, well, I want to have a healthy microbiome in my mouth, but. I hadn't really put all of those pieces together. All right. So I just want to back up a little bit because you had mentioned the F word. So anybody who didn't pick up on that, we're referring to fluoride, right? And we're, I'm sure right. we're going to dig into a little bit more there. But back to Weston A. Price. So this guy back 100 years ago was going out to places where they didn't have dentists and finding these people with these not just beautiful teeth, but beautiful faces, right? These strong jaws, these- And they weren't mouths. obese. I mean, look at their- Right. Their, and healthy their, people as well, healthy. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 100%. And of course, coming back and saying, well, hey, wait, we're, you know, we have all these smart people and, and dentists here and our, our teeth are, are moving the wrong direction. What's going on here? And of course, like you said, most people sadly have never even heard of, of Weston A. Price. And I- I wanted to talk a little bit about the mineralization because you spent a lot of time talking about the criticality of that. And I think a lot of what people might be thinking is, well, okay, yeah, I, I get it. Maybe I can't take minerals as a pill. It's not not a whole lot of bioavailability there. But I think that part of what our problem is, is in our modern culture, the carrot that I eat, that I go to Whole Foods and buy the the organic carrot was not grown in mineral rich soil. It was grown in mineral depleted soil. It was monocropped on a giant farm. And so I think that that's a lot of what we're up against here when we see, you know, it's kind of like we're spending all this money 
you know, $4.5 trillion a year into our medical system and we're getting sicker, fatter. And I'm sure I'm guessing our, our oral health is probably declining along with the rest of our health in spite of the, of the fact that we have all this, all these technological advancements. And I suspect a large part of what's happening here is it goes back to that food supply. Is, is that fair? Oh, 100%. I'm so glad you brought up the carrot because that's one of my things that I say all the time. Like our grandparents could eat maybe like six carrots or three carrots and in, in, maybe not our grandparents, maybe a little bit earlier, but they could eat because the soil was mineral right. rich back then. They could eat a couple carrots and and have the minerals that are needed for their teeth and their body. But today you might have to eat 20 carrots to even get close to that same amount. So, and it's not reasonable. Like we'll all be super obese, <laughs> yeah. even if it's carrots, yeah. like we're That's talking a lot of carrots. About, yeah. It's a lot. So yes. And, and even organic. So I'm glad you met, you brought that up because people think, but I'm eating organic. Mm-hmm. It's still mineral depleted. Your the soil is mineral depleted. So diet alone, this is where the big, the big oral, you know, this is where we're missing the the experts in oral health, the people that you look at as experts, that are, and I'll call them dentists, because that's what we we know them as. This is where, in my opinion, they're dropping the ball and they're making the mistake is that they are not educating people on really what makes a big impact on oral health. And I'll tell you probably why. First of all, they were raised in a culture, unless they're biological or holistic in nature. So I'm not going to talk about, I'm not talking about inclusively all dentists. I'm talking mostly about dentists that are stuck in the paradigm of drill, fill, and bill. You know, got, yeah. yeah, we've got the blinders <laughs> yeah. on. You can't heal a cavity. I get this all the time. My dentist told me you can't heal a cavity. I'm like, really? Go to my website. I'm not even writing this stuff. People are literally posting reviews about how this is what they started using. It's only been a month or two. And I went back and my cavity's gone. I'm not making that stuff up. I'm not paying anybody. They're buying the product. So you can't like if you're gonna stick to that paradigm and you're gonna go continue to see people that believe in that paradigm and you expect things to get better, I have word for you. It's called insanity. Mm-hmm. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting to get a different result. This is the paradigm that the American Dental Association is in and most of the dentists are in. Let's drill fill and bill and you know we'll fix the next cavity next time when you come in. And that's really, it's up to us. And so that's why I'm super excited that, you know, you're, you're out there helping me spread the message. This is my, like, I geek out on this because this is such an easy fix. Like, this is so easy. I'm not telling you to go buy a million things. I'm telling you swap out what you're using. Literally, because if you can't fix the diet 100%, you might be buying organic food and eating healthy, you know, grass fed beef, but there's still going to be mineral depletion in the mouth. You can keep your saliva as alkaline as possible, but if you're if your mouth is breeding the wrong bacteria, you're never going to make it healthy. So if I help you swap out what you're using, when I'm talking about even some natural products, while they're better, they're still not serving you the way that you should. So let me back up for a second and go, go into what I discovered from Dr. Weston A. Price. My three takeaways. These were the three takeaways of this, how I built my oral wellness program. The three takeaways that I got from Dr. Weston A. Price and looking at his research was, first of all, it has to be alkaline. The Whatever you're using has to be alkaline. And I bet you 95 to 97% of the dental products on the market are acidic. 
acidic by nature. In fact, most mouth rinses, mouthwashes, if you want to call them, are acidic. What do you think the acid is doing inside your mouth? It is killing your healthy bacteria. It's like taking an antibiotic twice a day for life and expecting to not have leaky gum syndrome, like leaky gut. Like you take an antibiotic for seven days, you know how it tears your gut up. The same thing is happening. Our dental products are like antibiotics are antimicrobial. They are all inclusive and they're killing everything good inside your mouth along with the bad, meaning that you don't have a good ecosystem. So your mouth is going to be acidic, even if you're eating healthy food. So if I can get you to switch to something that's alkaline and by alkaline, I usually tell people look for baking soda. If you're using a natural product and you think you're good, Look and see, look in the ingredients and see if it says baking soda. It's not going to be a funny word. It's going to say baking soda. And if you don't see that word, chances are good that it is acidic or neutral, which isn't serving you. So the second takeaway I had is that there has to be minerals present. If there's no minerals, and I'm talking about fluoride, I'm, that's not really a mineral. Uh, what I'm talking about is the minerals that you were born with in your teeth. The only reason babies are born with fluoride in their body is because mom had it in her body. Genetically, we're passing it along, but truly, we should not be born with fluoride in our body. Fluoride causes, and you know, the big one is neurotox. It's a neurotoxin. We hear that all the time. Fluoride's a neurotoxin. It's going to destroy your pineal gland and your ner- nervous system. But it also, it also decreases testosterone in both men and women. And this becomes an issue also as we're aging as adults, because we're talking about testosterone that's health that you need for healthy bone and muscle tissue. So men and women, it's depleting your, your testosterone level. It also causes other fertility type issues. So think about all the infertility problems that women of childbearing ages are having. You know, you think about cancers and things like that. What type of health issues are also being created that we are actually introducing in our body because of something that's not supposed to be there? So the minerals I'm talking about are calcium and phos, but also all the other minerals in your teeth, and there's a a number of them. One of the things to look for, so there's a new ingredient. It's called nanohydroxyapatite. Hydroxyapatite is what you probably will see on the label. It really has to be nano size, which is smaller than micro. If you see micro is being used in your product, it's you're you're just wasting your money because you're spitting that out. Has to be nano size to be able to get in your teeth. Hydroxyapatite is actually what your enamel is called. It's calcium and phos, and that is what hydroxyapatite is. So calcium hydroxyapatite, nanohydroxyapatite, with baking soda. It has to have like baking soda in it or something that's going to make it alkaline. Then if you're brushing with that, the calcium and phosphorus will be able to get back into your enamel as you're brushing. It's also going to support the healthy bacteria. And believe it or not, the unhealthy bacteria that is acidic thrives in acid. Just think of cancer. Cancer cells thrive in acid and create their own environment of acid so they can continue to grow. People have healed themselves from cancer just by making themselves alkaline. And so the same thing is going on inside your mouth. The bacteria that's causing the bad breath, the the cavities, the sensitivities, the gum disease is acidic. What happens when you expose something that is acidic to an alkaline environment 
the acidic bacteria is killed and then you're allowing the healthy bacteria to thrive. And that's literally what happens. The other way to get minerals is through clay. And so I use a blend of three different clays with nanohydroxyapatite. Again, nanohydroxyapatite is calcium and phos. If you lose a manganese mineral and your dental products don't have manganese or clay, you will never replace that manganese unless you're eating something that has manganese in it that is also alkaline and your mouth is alkaline and there's healthy bacteria and the surface of your tooth is clean when you're eating it. So by putting clay and a blend of three clays with nanohydroxyapatite and baking soda, what I'm basically doing is cleaning the surface of your tooth and exposing every pit and hole in your enamel to every mineral possible and hoping that that lock-in key fits every time that you brush your teeth. And then ultimately, we're not creating that acidic environment. So ultimately, as you're eating and drinking throughout the day, and you are eating acidic foods, and you're drinking acidic, you know, coffee and things like that, it doesn't matter because that bacteria is not an overgrowth problem. And it's not wearing away your enamel because your saliva can then wash away that acid and neutralize it. You're your saliva is more of a, a neutral pH, but if your mouth doesn't have that unhealthy bacteria and it's not creating such a low acid, you should be able to neutralize the acid and, and you're going to prevent minerals. Sure, you'll lose some minerals, but then when you brush again, you're going to be replacing those minerals. So the third component besides the mineral content and the alkalinity is the fact that you've got to detox the tissues of your mouth. We've heard about body detoxes, skin detoxes, but nobody's talking about why your mouth, the dirtiest place of your body, to be honest with you, because you're breathing in air that is polluted, your food, we don't even know truly what's in our food. And every time you sip from your open can and somebody in the area has sneezed or walked by, you don't even know what's really being yeah. exposed, your mouth is yeah. being exposed to. Heavy metals, that's one of the yeah. easiest way for heavy metals to get into your body is through your gum tissues. So clay, that's why I love clay. It's going to detox the tissues. Clay has such a high affinity for toxins. It's a um, it's an opposites attract thing. A positive and negative attracts. It's such a strong ionic bond that clay will not let go of a toxin like heavy metals and bacteria. And, it, and, and then you either spit it out or if you accidentally swallow or do swallow, you're, it will hold on to it all the way through and exit the other end. So cleansing your dent, your oral tissues is then going to speed healing of gum disease. So that's the speech on what I discovered. The three things from Dr. Weston A. Price has to be alkaline. Baking soda is what to look for. Has to have minerals. Look for nanohydroxyapatite and a blend of clay or at least one clay. I use a blend of three because they're not all inclusive. And I love the different uh, mechanisms. For instance, one of the clays I, I use white kaolin, bentonite, and French green. Most dental products, you'll see bentonite, but I like French green clay because it's from the French sea. And so you get phytonutrients. Think about LJ and mm -hmm. healing modalities of LJ and gum tissue. French green clay also has anti-inflammatory and an analgesic. So for anyone that's suffering from gum disease or sensitive teeth, French green clays phenomenal. And as a nurse, I knew two things, just two. If I could reduce pain and reduce inflammation, and this is especially like post-op, like 
post-op patients, but anybody. If you can reduce pain and inflammation, you can speed healing so much faster. So the same thing happens in your in your gum tissues. And then detoxing the tissues, which happens with clay. All right. Fantastic. That is so, I mean, for most of us, I think we grew up brushing our teeth with Colgate. And if you use a, a mouthwash, Listerine seemed to, or Scope seemed to be the the call, you know, and you went to your dentist once or twice a week, you got your, you got your checkup and you got a cleaning. And I do want to come back to that practice, but let's, let's transition here. We talked about what you should have. Let's talk about what most of us do have. You, you already covered a little bit the what we're doing when we use a mouthwash, but I know if you turn over a tube of Crest or Colgate, it's going to say right there on the back, call poison control if you accidentally swallow this. What, what are some of the things that we should be looking for? What are some of the worst offenders we should be looking for in conventional products? Uh, I know that in my life, I've uh, very often in our family, what we'll do is anytime we're looking at a new product, we hit it with the EWG app, right? The environmental working group to, to, to give it a, a grade. But what, when I look at a, a ingredients list in some sort of a oral care product, what, what do I need to be on the lookout for? What are some of the worst what? offenders there? So I pulled up, I, I put my glasses on anybody that's watching because I've, I've got like my little props of when I do video of things. That okay. Like so you, yeah. Okay. You've got some right there. Don't in your hand. Yeah. use this. Yeah. Don't use that. So, yeah. So this is a sensitive and gum formula that Crest put out. And when I look at the ingredients, so this is the main thing. This is one of the things I teach people is what, what you're buying, it, what they're selling you is completely different than what you're buying. So selling has to do with marketing. They're going to put a tiny little bit of something in there and say, and they're going to highlight that because it's it's what you want to buy. But all the other ingredients that are doing more harm than that, they're not going to tell you about that. They're never going to market that stuff. So what they're selling you is completely different than what you're buying, which is why as a consumer, reading ingredients is extremely important. And if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook or you know, go to our blog, organics.com. We have, I have so many articles. One of them is how to read a, a label, how to read a skincare label, but it goes for dental or body care products as well. But let me look in, I'm, I'm just going to read what's in this, in this product and explain to you why, what you're buying, you're buying something for sensitive, you know, mm-hmm. teeth sensitive and gums. gums. Yeah. Yeah. Sensitive gums and teeth and what you're, you're actually going to buy sensitive teeth and gums. You're actually going to buy cavities and gum disease with this. So first off, it's got fluoride in it. So we already talked about why you don't want that, but fluoride is in here. So all of the health issues that you're going to get, and fluoride has never been proven. This is one of the things that got got buried. It wasn't Dr. Weston A. Price's research, but when they first came out with the fluoride research, of course, it was this big, yes, fluoride's the miracle answer. And then a couple of years later, they realized with that study that, oh, it really isn't. But they buried it so you would never see that the actual findings showed that fluoride doesn't work. So fluoride's in here. And then Yes, you do have the warning about keep out of reach of children. And if, you know, more than use for brushing is swallowed, get medical help immediately, call poison control. But the inactive ingredients, water, number one, you can't necessarily in, in paste products. I make a powder that basically is paste without the water. But the problem with a lot of times with water is that it's tap water. And so right there, I, I do a whole talk on tap water and I call it crap water and how it's polluting. But if you if you know what's in tap water, including medical waste or drug waste is in tap water, yeah. including birth control pills. So if you think that we're not, we're having infertility issues for no reason at all, well, 
think again. People are being fed birth control pills, both men and women, women through tap water and antibiotics, heart medications. What about antidepressants? Like how many people in the world are on antidepressants now? Like you just walk into an office and tell them that you you don't feel good, they'll prescribe you something for depression. So that's what's in tap water. For our paste, my paste for Primal Life, we use colloidal silver and distilled water, purified water. So uh, you don't have that problem. Sorbitol is in this. Sorbitol would it has a lot of health uh, problems associated with it as well. Hydrated silica, sodium. Okay, I just want you to understand the things that I told you to look for you're not going to find in here. Sodium lauryl sulfate. Sodium lauryl sulfate is like soap. So this is like taking ivory soap and putting it in your mouth and brushing your teeth with it. And you're going to kill everything inside your mouth, good and bad bacteria, and leave you acidic in your side your mouth. Sodium gluconate, carrageenan, which has also been associated with some health problems. Sodium citrate, flavor. So flavor is artificial. We use essential oils in my products. Flavor will be a plethora of different types of chemicals. So basically, flavor is also chemical, chemical bath. Uh, xanthan gum, I can't even read read this one. It's a, It ends in propyl, so you know it's a chemical, and betaine. Zinc citrate, sodium hydroxide, stannous chloride, sodium saccharin, sucralose, and titanium dioxide. And titanium dioxide also has some health issues. So I don't know about you, but this truly, I don't even, honestly, I don't even know what, I think they're calling it sensitive because it's got fluoride in it. And we know that fluoride doesn't really work for dental health, but they're saying sensitive for gums. I have no idea. I don't even know how they market, how they can actually market this because I don't see any ingredients in here that are actually going to reduce sensitivity for your teeth or your gums, to be honest with you. So what they're selling you is not what you're buying. What you are buying is your own health issues along with dental health problems. I'm trying to think. Triclosan is another one if we're going to talk about ingredients. I don't know that it's in as many dental products just because they realized, oh, triclosan is really this broad spectrum antibiotic and we're literally like killing. They actually did a study. I thought this was an interesting study for triclosan because they didn't care about, for this study, they didn't care about what's going on inside the mouth. They wanted to know what's going on inside the gut. So magnify this study by like a thousand times because the amount that you swallow, this isn't people brushing their teeth and actually swallowing a triclosan toothpaste. This was a study done on people that brushed their teeth and accidentally, because of what they didn't spit, swallowed some of their toothpaste. So a a micro amount of what you would normally be brushing with. What they found is that it caused gut dysbiosis, which is basically it killed all the healthy bacteria in your gut. Now imagine what it's doing in your mouth, full strength. So triclosan is still in some dental products. It's a big no-no. It's also been found in mouthwash. Other ingredients, hydrogen peroxide, the big whitening ingredient. Yeah. yeah, that one, same thing. It will kill everything. And it it's not as strong at killing everything. But over time, it's the overuse of it. And it's the strength of it. Because if you're using a strong whitening gel, something in the dentist office or even the stronger ones over the counter, it's strong enough to kill healthy bacteria, but also wear away at your gum tissue. And the way peroxide works, we can talk about this in a minute if you want, but peroxide works differently by, and one of the things it does is it weakens your enamel and weakens the infrastructure, the inside of your teeth. But 
alcohols, alcohol-based mouthwashes and anything that would have alcohol in it, destroying the healthy bacteria inside your mouth, wiping it out, keeping you open for the bad stuff. So those are the ingredients that I would strongly recommend avoiding. But again, you really want to, the, the things you want to look for is like the baking soda, the hydroxyapatite and or clay. And because clay has a lot of calcium and phosphorus in it. To be honest with you, I didn't even need to put nanohydroxyapatite in my products. We did because that's one of the things that the dental community is really looking at when you're talking about natural. It does help, but we, with clay, it has so much calcium and phosphorus in it anyway that you just, you don't even need it, but yeah, th- thanks for sharing that because I just wanted to, that to be a juxtaposition to what you were saying. Okay, we've here's what you should, <laughs> what we should be putting in our mouths for optimal oral health. But here's what most of us are really doing, and ha- and it's marketed to us. And you know, savvy marketers know what we want, and they're putting things like all natural or. It, you know, they've just there's different names for some of these chemicals to to keep them hidden, but yeah, really just going back to that very, very those basics that you mentioned. Let's let's get something that's alkaline. Let's get these minerals in there. Let's let's develop a healthy oral microbiome as a just a precursor to overall health, right? Full, whole body holistic health. So, Trina, I wanted to, I wanted to back up and ask you about. The other thing that most of us do besides just brushing with, say, Crest or, or Colgate and maybe even swishing with with a mouthwash, and I know my wife in the past has used those whitening, you know, the prescription whitening trays. I can't imagine that's in any way healthy. It's I don't know what was in there, but I would guess it probably would have been some sort of very uh, strong hydrogen peroxide perhaps. But what about conventional dentists? So we're, I want to ask you a little bit about the difference between conventional dentistry and holistic dentistry and how one might find these people. But when I go to most of my, most of my entire life, I just went to a dentist. I got a checkup. They would brush my teeth for me. They would scrape them. Is What is a prescription aside from starting to take care of you know our own home daily practice of being mindful of what we're doing there? What is a good practice? What is a bad practice? Do I need to go and have the dentist scrape my teeth? Is that something that should happen? Or if I do the things to care for my mouth in this more holistic manner, will my teeth just naturally be healthy? Because clearly when Weston A. Price was going into these places without dentists, nobody was scraping teeth, I don't think. Yeah. No, that's a great question. I love that. So here's here's my short answer. My kids went to the dentist back in September. And now my kids are, my daughter's 15 and I have twin boys that are 13. They have zero cavities. Other than that cavity that started this whole thing, that, that natural cavity, they have zero cavities between all three of them. And the dentist, when they were like getting, you know, he comes in and does his checkup. He goes, you, you guys, you're going to put me out of business. <laughs> they, they, he goes, you guys don't have any plaque. You don't have any cavities. You're going to put me out of business. So that's the mentality of the dentist. My dentist, like, you know, he knows what I do. I can't get him. I can't even get him. I can't even get him to buy into this with my kids showing up with no, no cavities. But you know what? To be honest with you, if you make the switch and you're using the right products, I hear all the time you can look at the reviews. I went, I had no plaque. My dental hygienist was like, what are you doing? You have no plaque. Like the, this is someone that people that, you know, have gone and been scraped. They've had plaque scraped off their teeth for years. Yeah. Show up and the dentist is, the hygienist is like, what are you doing differently? Now I'm going to, I always do a warning because, and it's in one of my, after you purchase from me, you're going to get some emails about education. And one of the things I have to tell my people, because this was becoming a problem. 
is that when you go to your dentist, you're going to get the best checkup of your life. You're going to have your gums are going to look better. They're not going to be bleeding. Your numbers are going to start to get better if you're going to the right type of dentist who's actually taking a little prick and pricking your gums and telling you five, four, five, six, four, three, the lower the number, the better. This is how, how inflamed your gums are. But you're going to go to the dentist, your, your numbers, your, everything's going to be better. And they're going to ask you what you did. And you're going to tell them, oh my gosh, I found this company. I started using this dental products. It's called dirty mouth toothpaste or tooth powder or whatever you, you know, or you don't even have to tell them what it's called. They're going to go, oh, you can't use that. That doesn't have fluoride in it. You can't use that. I, I mean, people hear this all the time. Just got your best checkup. So I tell my people, you have to make, like, this is when an adult, you're adulting. Like, think for yourself. You just had the best checkup. Don't listen to them. You you just nod your head. They're not going to get it. You don't even try and explain it. My dentist, my kid's dentist doesn't understand it. And I can't get him to understand it. So don't even waste your time or your breath. Just nod your head and go, okay, thanks. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. But they don't get it. But if you make the switch, so here's the thing. What is plaque? What is that stuff they're scraping off that feels like glass that they're scraping off your teeth? It's called plaque. Here's the interesting thing. Plaque in your teeth, the plaque on your on your teeth, and anybody that's watching, I have this little model here of teeth. Plaque buildup builds up on your teeth, between your teeth and into, into your gum line. When your gums become red and inflamed, what happens is, and this is the link between internal health, this is the link between, I would like to say, like Alzheimer's and even like strokes, but definitely heart disease has been proven. So inside your gum tissue is a bunch of blood vessels. And when your gums become really inflamed, the bacteria can seep into and gets into your gums. It starts to breed into your gum tissue because it can hide in there. And what it does is it creates this acid. It's creating a home and this acid hardens and that's plaque. It's this acid that forms around the bacteria to actually protect it. Because if you're eating acid food and you're brushing with acidic products, guess what? That bacteria is protected forever. It's going to breed and breed and breed and burrow down further into your gum tissues and create more and more plaque. And every time you go to the dentist, he's going to scrape it off. And that bacteria is going to be like, huh, no problem. It it's going to take me an hour. I'm going to get more plaque buildup. And that plaque keeps building and building. But what happens internally is it gets into your blood vessels. The blood vessels in your gum tissue don't go. So this isn't like your gut where everything goes to your liver to get detoxified and converted into something that's the body can then eliminate. This actually, it's a the, the liver will actually convert things that are like lipid-soluble or oil-based to water-soluble so that you can eliminate these toxins. What happens in your gum tissue is that that blood from the vascular gets into your vascular blood and the bl- vascular blood travels back to your lungs to be reoxygenated and then to your heart to be distributed throughout the body. This is the 100% link between oral health and every system in the body. When your heart is pumping blood full of this bacteria and these toxins everywhere, a very minute part is going to your liver. It's all going to your 
brain and your and staying some in your heart. But in your heart, the vessels of your heart, that bacteria is so strong there because think about it. That's the first place this is going. It's a breeding ground. So the bacteria then is going to be attached to some of the vessels in the heart and then start to create that plaque. It starts giving off that acid and creating that plaque. And it's the link, the plaque in the heart that they have to scrape out with atherosclerosis is the exact same plaque buildup in your teeth, in your mouth. So if we can get rid of the bacteria, you won't even have plaque buildup. Your gums will eventually heal and you won't be then reintroducing that bacteria every single day into your tissues, into your blood vascular system, and then into your heart and your brain. Here is another, this is a mind blower. I was reading an article one time and we talk about, I call it death by design, fluoride and aluminum, because the other big no-no is aluminum and antiperspirants and deodorant. Mm -hmm. So what they found is that fluoride will actually open the blood-brain barrier. So you've got the blood-brain barrier that's supposed to stay tight and close. It's the junction stay tight and close so that only small, tiny things that are supposed to get in can get into your brain tissue. And what happens is fluoride will actually open that channel and allow other things in. And aluminum's fairly big, but aluminum can then get in. And then that's the link between aluminum and Alzheimer's. And you know, some people say, oh, there's no link. Well, whatever. Hmm. So anyway, I know that was a long, long, long answer for your question, but yeah, that, um, well, that is far and away the best, the best explanation I've heard yet of oral health related to, I've, I've not really, again, I'm going back to the beginning. I never really thought about my oral health in terms of my whole body holistic health, but I have heard that there's a connection between cavities and heart disease. And that's kind of weird, huh? But that was a fantastic description of what's you want actually another, going on there. Yes, you I do. Another, I do really want some more. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> And this is for men and women. This is an interesting one that I, I've been talking about lately. The link between your mouth and nitric oxide production. Because nitric You just oxide- posted. Yeah. So I was actually going to, I made a note to ask you about this. You posted this or somebody posted this on your Instagram today. And I did want to ask you where you're going. Because I think the post was something about, well, how's your oral health connected to your sexual health? And then it went into the whole nitrous oxide piece. So yeah, hit us. I, I, I okay. thought that was fascinating. So the one way I just told you through the gum tissue is the direct link through the bloodstream to Mm -hmm. every organ in your body. The other really huge piece of health has to do with nitric oxide production. You have, so nitric oxide for anyone that's not familiar with what this does, this is, this is a vasodilator. So what it does is it takes your blood vessels and it goes from tiny to big. So when you have a larger blood vessel, you have more blood volume, more oxygen going to the tissue, you have more nutrients going to the tissue. You also have detoxification that can happen because when there's two reasons that you have blood flow to get nutrients and oxygen, but also to take waste out so that you're not congested and toxic basically. But we live in a system where we've cut down our nitric oxide production almost in half, if not more, hopefully our internal systems working. There's two ways to make nitric oxide. First, in the, the inside interior um, pathway is all enzymatic. So as long as you've got the correct enzymes, you can produce nitric oxide. But that's 50%. So if that's working functionally, you're making 50% of your nitric oxide. The other 50% is dependent on your oral health. It happens inside your mouth and your gut and your saliva. Those three pieces are components. What happens, and, and 
so for not just heart health, when you talk about heart health, you talk about the vasodilation. So when someone comes into the ER and they have chest pain, we give them so that we can vasodilate, increase blood flow, get more blood flow, stop that contraction and that the process of a heart heart attack from happening. Same thing, like when you're talking about brain health, you need nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is also associated with sleep. It's also associated with your immune system. It's associated with sexual health for both men and women. For men, it's easy for us to understand. Like, you know, during, you know, times of enjoyment and pleasure, you want increased blood flow, right? Because better things happen when you have increased blood flow. If you're not making enough nitric oxide, things are going to start to flop a little bit down there. Women, same thing. Same thing. Women, we don't think about it that way, but you also need increased blood flow during sexual times. For sexual health, fertility, I know this isn't necessarily your audience, but it is their children. Fertility is dependent on fertility, pregnancy, maintaining a pregnancy, and the delivery of the child is all dependent on nitric oxide, thinking about blood flow and the things that are happening down there. So if we're only producing 50% of our nitric oxide, hopefully we're producing 50%, then we are in trouble. What happens inside the mouth? So we're living in this acidic world. We're brushing with the wrong products. We're killing all of our good stuff and eating processed foods. Maybe we're, maybe we're not. Maybe we're eating healthy, natural, organic, but we're still having issues because we're brushing with the wrong stuff. So what happens, how you produce nitric oxide in your mouth, it's dependent on the healthy bacteria inside your mouth. So if you don't have healthy bacteria, the first sign that you have an imbalance in bacteria inside your mouth is bad breath. That is the very first sign that everybody ignores. It's the sign that we have become told is normal. From the age of being a teenager, when you start popping little Tic Tacs and breath mints, I don't even know if they're still out there because I haven't used a breath mint in years, but the minute you start getting bad breath, you start popping things in your mouth and you're brushing and you're gargling and you're doing all this stuff, which is actually making it worse. It's killing all the healthy stuff. If you have healthy bacteria inside your mouth, you will wake up with fresh breath. You will not have morning breath. You will not get dry mouth or or you might get dry mouth, but you won't get uh, bad breath throughout the day because healthy bacteria doesn't create bad breath. Only bad bacteria creates acid mouth or sour mouth. So that's the very first indication that you have the wrong bacteria. That means, guess what? You're not making nitric oxide because you need healthy bacteria. What happens when you eat nitrates, when you eat nitrates, foods rich in nitrates. So this would be mostly vegetables, some fruits, but mostly vegetables like beets and spinach and things like that. The, The green stuff primarily has nitrates in it. I'm not talking about bacon and I'm not talking about hot dogs. Any of that kind of nitrate is not correct. That's the bad type. I'm talking about the natural stuff in healthy foods. When you eat nitrates, the healthy bacteria inside the mouth converts it to nitrite along with the saliva. The saliva carries it down and takes it to your gut. Inside your gut, the good bacteria in your gut converts it to nitric oxide, which is then you absorbed into the body and that's where you get. And nitric oxide is also needed for gut health. So if this is why 
if you don't, you might be trying to take all the probiotics in the world. You're trying to eat right and fix your gut, but you haven't even worked on your mouth. Your mouth is the start of your gut and it feeds and seeds everything. If you're swallowing that acidic bacteria that's nasty, you're never going to heal your gut. You need to work on your mouth as well. And, and then once your gut and your mouth are healed, you'll be able to make your nitric oxide and other health issues will disappear. Yeah, how about so there's <laughs> there's yet another reason to take, you know, to really consider your oral health. I mean, we can have clean, healthy teeth, we can have better improved health, but we can also improve our sex life by taking care of our of our teeth and that, that yeah, that is fascinating that whole connection and just the more again, the more I geek out and learn about this this amazing body of mine and this amazing bodies that, that we have, the more fascinating I, I am to hear stories like this of just this, this, all of this interconnectedness. Absolutely love it. Trina, how are you doing on time? Are we good? I know we've gone close to an hour here. Yeah, no, I'm you good if you're good. Oh, no, yeah, I, I yeah. Okay, let's go then. All right, because I, I, I don't want to go all day, but I do have a couple things I wanted to cover with you here. I have been using, I just started about a week into using your red and blue light therapy mouthpiece with the clay and that whitening system. So I want to talk a little bit about... I, I suspect people listening have have heard about red light therapy. We did a deep dive episode with a red light therapy expert probably a couple months back, and it seems to be all the rage right now. But let's talk about red light therapy and blue light therapy, what it is and how it impacts oral health. Okay, yeah. So I created, because of the whitening systems are so bad on the market, they're all peroxide-based, peroxide-torable. I wanted to create something that would help whiten the teeth, but also heal the tissues inside the mouth, because obviously that is the connection between internal and external health. So anybody that's watching, I'll show you the device that I created. I'll walk you through, but you don't need to be watching. I'll talk through it as well. But I have the mouthpiece in my hand. So this is, an it's just a mouth piece that fits inside your mouth. You turn it on and it has both blue. It has 16 blue LED lights and 16 red. These are different than UV light. So UV light's harmful. LED light is is healthy inside the mouth. You can also do a combination of both. So you'll have 32 lights. Most people do the 32 lights, the, the combination. But I'll, I'll walk you through what colors do. So blue light, very interesting. I love blue light. Nobody talks about it. But blue light therapy, Harvard did a study and what they discovered is that harmful bacteria, the acidic bacteria that creates all the chaos inside the mouth has this little black portion to it that healthy bacteria does not contain. And when that bacteria is exposed to blue light, the right frequency of blue light, that piece of that black piece, I call it like a little heme molecule, molecule almost like the heart of the bacteria explodes. And when it explodes, the bacteria dies. So literally, when you've put blue light inside the mouth, this doesn't, it doesn't kill the healthy bacteria because it doesn't have that piece in it. It's not affected by blue light. So when you put blue light inside the mouth, it literally kills all the unhealthy bacteria. And just like light therapy, any other color, all colors of light will penetrate the tissue. So this isn't just hitting the surface. It's going to penetrate. Blue light doesn't penetrate as deep as red light, but it will still penetrate. So what does that mean? It could possibly get in between the teeth to some degree. It can get maybe into the pockets of the teeth. It's going to go deeper into the tissue 
into the inflamed tissue to help prevent that bacteria in there as well. And then not just the gum tissue, but obviously the, the other tissues of the mouth as well. So that's what blue light does. Blue light will also surfacely whiten the teeth a little bit because it kills the bacteria that's causing plaque and problems. And that bacteria itself is like, when you look at plaque, it's yellow. So that bacteria is yellow. So if you've got that yellow coating on your teeth, you know, that's making your teeth look more yellow anyway. So it's going to kill that, going to make your teeth look surfacely whiter. Red light therapy, on the other hand, does the exact same thing in your mouth as it does when you're using it for wound care or for anti-aging effects. It increases blood flow and reduces inflammation. It also, it will also stimulate collagen production. Collagen is extremely important when you're talking about healing of the tissue, but also bone tissue. So think about the, the, the bone, jaw bones, if you will, also being exposed, possibly. It depends on how thick and how deep this will go. But red light therapy, reducing inflammation and increasing blood flow will speed healing of the gum tissue. I've had biological dentists that their patients have used the device have told me that they can tell a huge difference between treatments of patients that have not used red light and people that have because their gum tissues look so much better in just one visit. So that's what red and blue light does. If you're looking, you know, at what's in the gel. So when you when you get my LED teeth whitening system, you also get 10 treatments. It comes in a whole kit for anybody that's looking at the video. The kit has pods in it. These are pods of gels. There's 10. So there's two treatments in each pod. So it's 20 treatments. What I recommend is five treatments a week for a month. So this is a one month supply. And then after that, just reassess how your teeth look and feel in your gums. You can continue doing five treatments. We sell the pods obviously afterwards for treatments, or this isn't a treatment that you put away and you bury in your you know drawer until you decide you need it. I tell people, you know, get in the habit of one to two times a week doing this treatment. This is going to be a lifesaver for your teeth. This will help you take your teeth to the grave. Like literally, it will help prevent anything worse from happening and help heal things that are going on. So just one to two treatments. Some people do three. You know, it's all up to you. You design your own treatment after that. But make sure you click the links that is given with this podcast because you guys are going to get special links for 60% off. So make sure you click Kevin's links. Don't go to my website website for this because you're going to pay way more on the website than you would through his links. You'll get 60% off. And then I do want to mention the detox kit too, because we didn't actually mention the solution. I did create a whole kit. It's called a detox kit. It's a 60-day supply. Kevin will have links for this as well, where you'll be able to get one kit, three kits, or six kits. I always like to mention that if you have anybody living in the house with you, cavities and gum disease are contagious. It's like the flu. That bacteria, you know, you think you're not swapping spit, you know, if you're not kissing someone, but you are, you are swapping bacteria, even, you know, just in the household itself, just, you know, you don't realize it, but your kids are swishing the milk or whatever right out of the. So anyway, I always say, make sure you get a kit for everybody in the family. It's a 60 day kit. It comes with everything that you need. So you don't use anything else. Get rid of the mouthwash. I have my own solution for mouthwash in here, but you don't use anything else. At least I say for 30 days so that you can get a good feel for how your teeth 
feel and your mouth feels. Most people within three days say, I'm never going back. I can tell a difference already. I'm never going back. But you get a morning and a nighttime tooth powder. I always start people with powder because it's more concentrated. You can switch after this kit. If you would rather do paste, I make the paste. You can switch after the kit, but I always start people on powder because you're going to get faster results with the powder initially. And then after you've got your your oral wellness up to par, if you want to use paste, I'm telling you most people, I, I use the powder. Most people stay with the powder. They love it. You're also going to get a bamboo toothbrush. The bamboo is um, sustainable. It has a black bristles, which is infused with charcoal. The charcoal is actually going to help detox the teeth and the gum tissue a little bit faster. By the way, the nighttime toothpaste or tooth powder that's in here, it's black formula. It's the exact same formula as the white that I mentioned has all those ingredients that I talked about, but it has a little bit of charcoal added. After you brush with my products, I don't rinse my mouth out because I know that the products, the ingredients are still working. I spit and then go on. I either go to bed or, well, I'll put my gumdrops in. I'll tell, tell you about that in a second. I go to bed, but I let the products still work. And again, I use food grade ingredients and it's clay. So it's not, you know, ingesting a little bit of it. Actually, I do a clay detox every month. I ingest bentonite clay. It has to be food grade, but you can do a clay detox internally, but it's actually going to, any of that clay is just going to bind to toxins and pull them out. So I spit and then I put my gumdrops on and then I go to bed. The gumdrops is my replacement for mouthwash. It's a little bottle. It's olive oil. Olive oil is so good for your gum tissue. It has squalene in it. It's really good for your gum tissue. A blend of 11 essential oils that will increase blood flow, reduce inflammation, and be supportive of the healthy bacteria inside your mouth. Two, three drops on your finger, rub it on your gum tissue, you're good to go. And that's the replacement for mouthwash. You're not going to need mouthwash, trust me. And then it has a tongue scraper in it. It's a copper tongue scraper. If you haven't scraped your tongue, you're missing out on bacteria growth that's causing acid in your mouth. So scrape your tongue, your food will taste better and your health will get better and you'll get actually better dental results by scraping your tongue. So that's in the kit. So I'll get the links for Kevin. You'll be able to buy one, three or six and get better discounts the more you buy, obviously. And when you, I just like to mention this, if you're going to the detox kit, you will also have the opportunity to buy the LED at the same price that's offered through the, the other website. If you're go into the LED, you will get the opportunity to buy the detox kit. We did that so you don't have to go through two separate checkouts when you want both products. So it doesn't matter where you click, which which one you will be able to buy both. But some people think they don't want the LED. So they go to this one and then they decide they want it. So I'll get you all the links for that. I think that might have answered your question and more. Yeah, no, that's great. So yeah, just so folks know, I use both of those products. Absolutely love them. I've done, I've already bought some of the dental detox kits. That's my new favorite gift. And if you're a family member of mine and you've got any kind of a birthday, whether you're a little one or a big one, <laughs> guess what? That, surprise, that's what you're getting. Absolutely love it. All right. Well, Trina, before we completely sign off here, what are you excited about? What's What do you've got in the coming up in the next year or so? What's what's new? What's on the horizon, whether that's in your business or for you personally? Oh, a little bit of both. I'm super excited. I'm going to be starting for anybody that's out there, and you might have some health practitioners in your audience. I'm starting an oral wellness health practitioner program where it's a done for you. Most practitioners, I'm actually going to be on a docu-series. Dr. Tom O'Brien is doing a docu-series, so look for it. Uh, I'm not sure when this is coming out, but the docu-series is supposed to come out in March of this year, around March 20th. It's about inflammation. And so I'm going to be speaking on that. But 
one of the things that is going to be like addressed in that docuseries is that health practitioners really need to be addressing oral health. Like our doctors need to address oral health. Every type of doctor should be looking inside your mouth and saying, you know, your mouth doesn't look healthy. We need to do something about this. You're at risk for like dentists literally should be the ones telling us go see a heart surgeon or a heart, not surgeon, but a heart doctor, because you've got plaque in your mouth, which means you are at risk for high blood pressure or heart disease, but they're not doing that. So health practitioners, I want to hit the health practitioners because they get it. They understand the connection between the mouth and the body, but they don't know what to do. They don't know how to address it. So that's where I'm creating a program that health practitioners will get educational materials, actually a, a video that I created about oral health that they'll be able to show their their patients or clients, and then they'll be able to get them signed up and started on the dental detox kit. They will also be getting some email copy that they can then use for their education pieces, educational emails, social media content that they can post about oral health. We need to get the health practitioner addressing oral health on the onboarding. The thing that this is going to do for the health practitioner is amazing because people get fast results when they start, when they, when they switch to the right type of oral health products, they get fast results. They notice people from me have said, I've had sensitive teeth for years. I'm talking people in their fifties like me saying, I've had sensitive teeth for 20 years and nothing has worked. I switched to your products in three days. My sensitivities are gone, gone. So they get fast results. So for the health practitioner, this is going to be, first of all, a win, a fast win for your clients. They're going to notice a big difference right away. Big win. They're going to have more confidence in you and they're going to stick with your program because they know that you're going to get them results. Secondly, when you change oral health, you can impact and change internal health faster. So any health practitioner that's addressing any health issue, and this goes for even chiropractors, the inflammation that's caused by the mouth in the body, reducing that will cause drastic, faster changes. So any health practitioner trying to institute any kind of health practice really needs to make the switch in oral care. So I'm that I'm super excited about this. I'm planning on launching this program in March with the docuseries. And if any practitioners out there are interested in this and getting on the wait list, there's going to be a wait list. I guarantee we, as a company, one of the things I have to make sure is that we can handle the volume. And I know that this is going to be a huge program. So get on the wait list early. It's HP for health practitioner at primallifeorganics.com. Just email that and tell them you want to be on the wait list. And as soon as it's available or or you come up on the wait list, we will let you know. And at this point, there's going to be no charge for the actual program. The health practitioner isn't going to be out any money. It's just going to be a, a, a done for you type of service. And it's, it's a, it's really, I'm super, that's what I'm super passionate and excited for. I you asked. Yeah, no, I delivered. I, yeah, no, I love that. All right. So yeah, if you, if we can kind of, if we can tackle this problem in two ways, right, this kind of grassroots, let's talk to the consumer, to us, right? And then let's also meet the health practitioner, arm them with information to go out and to make a greater impact. Absolutely love it. Well, Trina, as we're wrapping up here, where do you want to send people? How, how can they get in touch with you? How can they learn more? Well, first off, go to the links that Kevin's got because that's where you're going to get your best pricing if you're interested in purchasing and getting on my program. Secondly, follow 
Primal Life, you know, go, the website primallifeorganics.com if you want to see all the other stuff we have. I do make skincare products and and body products. By the way, if you order the detox kit right now, we're throwing in a free detoxing deodorant, a little deodorant for you and I, you probably got one in yours. So, if you order now, you'll you'll get one of those as well. But on social media, we're all over social media. Primal Life Organics on on Facebook, that's probably your audience, that's my audience, you know, like the older crew. Otherwise, Instagram, you know, if you're on Instagram, it's Primal Life Org. And Pinterest, I believe, is Primal Life Org. Twitter, which is the the new, I don't even remember, X. X. Yeah. yeah, Primal Life Org. You can also follow me on social media at Trina Felber, just my name, Trina Felber. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook. I do a lot of education posts on my own outside of Primal Life. So you'll get education on both sides. Fantastic. And folks, I will say this. Trina is a great follow on social media. Also, she has a fire email list. Get on her email list. If you buy something, you're on it. it. But even if you if you don't decide to buy something, get on her email list. Lots of fantastic information. So if the subject we covered today interests you, you want to you want to continue your education there, strongly, strongly advise that. Folks, I will put all of Trina's contact information, of course, the links that she talked about, all of that into the show notes. You guys can find that there. Trina, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today. Not just sharing your, your knowledge and your wisdom, which is great with us, but really your passion and your love for this. It's very clear watching you speak about this, that that you are purpose-driven. And I love the work you're doing and encourage you to keep up the great work. Thanks, Kevin. I had so much fun mouthing off with you. Uh, likewise. <laughs> All right. Okay, folks, for those of you that are interested in taking Trina up on her offer that she mentioned a few minutes ago, you can find those purchase links in the show notes for this episode. And those are located at silveredgefitness.com slash 269. So that's the number 269. So this is episode 269, silveredgefitness.com slash 269. As I mentioned in this interview, I use both their dirty mouth tooth powder and their teeth whitening system. But whether you decide to take Trina up on her offer or not, I strongly recommend those of you using conventional dental hygiene products to do a bit of your own research and consider swapping out for products that honor not only your oral health, but your whole body health as well. Again, if you're interested in those purchase links, you can find those at silveredgefitness.com slash 269. Okay, folks, that's our show for today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I want to let you know that we have other free resources over at silveredgefree.com. There you'll find our free guides with our top tips on nutrition, exercise, and healthy lifestyle to assist you in your weight loss and fitness journey. So feel free to head over there and download anything that looks useful to you. I'll put links to everything we talked about in the show notes, and you folks can find those over at silveredgefitness.com slash 269. As we wrap up our time together today, you can show your support for this show in two important ways. The first is to tell a friend about this podcast and encourage them to give it a listen. The second is for you YouTube folks to click the like and subscribe buttons and for you podcast folks to please give this podcast a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and be sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future episodes. I really appreciate you spending your time with me today and until next time, stay strong. Mm -hmm.